So I'd like to um, just remind us of and flesh out a bit the instructions that we've been giving so far around the meditation practice. So we're still, we're always, we're still and always um, in a process of helping, supporting, training the mind to gather, to settle, to develop this capacity for steadiness. And it's very helpful, um, as we were doing yesterday, to take an aspect of our experience as an anchor or a reference point to help us settle and steady the mind. And hopefully you, you've found something among the options that we've offered you that mm, feels like it's helpful and supportive for you. And as we said yesterday, this isn't that we, we want to become very tight around focusing the mind on something, but to give it more a sense of, sense of gravity or a reference point, something to, to help us check in, are we, are we here or not? And so for lots of us, the breath is very helpful. Uh, sometimes the, the body itself or the sense of the whole body breathing so we can be specific about areas of contact in the body. Sometimes the, the whole body um, feels uh, more accessible because the point about having, having a, what we call a, a, an object or a, a kind of default um, place of resting the attention in meditation is that we develop a relationship with it, that it's, it's a pleasant thing to do, it's a pleasant place to come back to, or at least good enough, that there's something calming, <coughs> reassuring, steadying about bringing the attention there. So finding some aspect of experience that feels kind of comforting, reassuring, it's really uh, important. And then the how of how we do that, that we do this in a gentle, uh, interested sort of way. We learn to become interested in something that's quite mundane that we do usually don't notice, like the breath or the touch of our hands or the, the fact that we're experiencing, we're living in this constant soundscape of sound. Mm. So with a kind one of our colleagues friends calls this a kindly discipline which i really like so there's this sort of sense of determination but also a sense of gentleness about what we're doing so sometimes when um you know when the mind is mm, not finding it easy to settle or sometimes just intuitively it can be helpful to do things like uh, lightly counting the breath. Some of you may, that may be a technique that you use already. Or when I was um, first learning to meditate in the Thai forest tradition where I began, people often use the mantra Buddho on the in-breath and the out-breath. Buddho, Buddha just means awake. So, but it's, it's reminding us to be awake. It's reminding us of the Buddha. But there could be any, you know, any, any little trick or knack that you have that helps you in this process of steadying, settling, orienting to your, to your anchor, to the breath. It's really, um, it's, it's, all, it's all allowed, it's all welcome. So finding, finding our skillful means. And as I say, the sense of resting the attention with something rather than clamping it to it. It's almost like you're floating the attention on top of the breath or on the body rather than kind of gluing it there. And the, so therefore, we also have space in awareness to notice uh, more broadly, to be receptive to what else is going on without losing our steadiness. And this is a great... Um, life skill to have. So uh, also to say that um, if you'd like to make meta practice your main practice on this retreat, you're also very welcome to do that. 
Yes, we want everything to be infused with the flavor, the atmosphere of awareness. We're encouraging a sense of kindness. If you enjoy or find helpful the formal metta practice that we're offering and you want to make that your main, your main practice in these sessions, then by all means, please do that. And that's another very skillful way of training the mind to uh, be steady. And we'll also probably, many of us, most of us, be encountering at times some physical discomfort. So uh, when we do, when that arises for us, uh, how how to approach it? So it may be possible that one can continue to be kind of mindfully aware of the breath or whatever aspect of the body is comforting and stable and at the same time be aware of physical discomfort and to move the attention back and forth a little bit between the two. So it's not always the best thing to dive straight into the physical discomfort and kind of try and uh, work with it and sort it out. Sometimes it's developing the skill to co-abide with a little bit of unpleasant sensation and at the same time actually be steady. We can also notice if we're contracting or bracing around our discomfort and see if we can again use that sense of steadiness in the breath to let some of that contraction soften. We can notice if we're adding a lot of thinking or storying to, to the discomfort yeah, that often the mind thinks, oh, you know, this, this is going to be here forever and what if and what does this mean? And to just notice that as thinking that we're adding to the situation. Sometimes actually the best thing is to move a little bit to, to change our posture and as I said yesterday, standing is always available to us to change our sitting posture, and to shift the body a little bit. Sometimes uh, that will help. Sometimes actually it's just a question of patiently bearing with. You know. And then we can notice if we're adding something like aversion into the experience. So yesterday we were speaking about the hindrances. It's also the possibility of being mindful of um, these, these states of mind. So we can bring awareness to the experience of aversion. Uh, what's it like instead of kind of seeing through that to hold that whole experience of discomfort and aversion arising with a sense of kindness and care. It's almost like our awareness is growing bigger and bigger, that it can hold more and more um, with, a sense of, with a sense of care, with a sense of kindness. So we, we don't want to, uh, although we'll be pointing to more and more things, what we don't want to do is... Uh, suggest that the meditation has to become very busy, that we have our radar out for all these different things that to, to pounce on, so to speak. So by and large, if you're kind of steady with your anchor, and when I say steady, of course the mind will wander, and we just gently bring it back again, and it's a constant process of wandering and coming back. But if we get, find that we're getting really derailed by something, then it's, it's the time maybe to look and see, okay, what's, what's really going on here? What's the mind state here? Maybe one of these hindrances is present or a bundle of them. And what's it like to just acknowledge that and maybe to apply a little bit of this rain that I mentioned yesterday to recognize the presence of, say, aversion or sense desire or the presence of restlessness and to allow it to be there in the midst of our meditation, not go into battle with it, 
but to bring some curiosity to it. Okay, so what does what does restless what is restlessness as an experience? What does it feel like? What does this dullness or drowsiness actually feel like? What happens when I attend in this way? What happens when I attend in that way? Uh, what happens if I... Uh, so in the case of drowsiness, maybe what happens if I just uh, sit up a little bit, if I make a little shift to my posture, if I remember and tend mo- attend more closely to the breath, or the touch of the hands? What happens if I open my eyes? What happens if I shift the story that I'm telling myself? So this is a kind of playful investigation that we can engage in. And then at a certain point, we just come back again to this moment, to this breath is something simple and sometimes these things will just be going on in the periphery and then there's no need to really you can just register th- register things in the periphery that kind of oh, that, that storyline is looming over there but I don't need to go there I'm just here with this this contact this breath this sound So this isn't a success and failure project. There's always an immense amount that we can be cultivating and learning right here, right now. Okay, so let's jump in and practice. Just noticing how mm, the sense of hearing is such a mm, a natural thing. Like it's to be with the sound of the bell or the sound of the birds. Probably for most of us, most of the time, is a kind of effortless thing. The sound is an effortless way to arrive in presence. Take a moment or two to allow the sounds to be received effortlessly in awareness. We allow the sounds to come to us without trying to control them.
without having to label them or opine about them. Maybe they give us some sense of the spaciousness of awareness. Within this spaciousness, also receiving the sensations of your body sitting or in its chosen meditation posture. contact with ground underneath us. body rising into space. The touch of the hands wherever they're resting. find it really helpful also in establishing my meditation posture to just allow the face to soften and to invite a hint of a smile. A reminder to Allow the atmosphere of awareness to be a kindly one, a friendly one. Feel the upward crinkle of the corners of the eyes or the corners of the mouth. sense of the warmth of that smile dropping down into the body, (coughs) down into the heart center and into the belly.
Noticing how the body sitting is a dynamic experience. It's a movement with the breath. The whole body expands a little on the in-breath. Rests a little on the out-breath. Particularly being receptive to whatever feels good in this experiencing of simple experiencing of just being here, breathing. And then letting the attention, when we feel ready, come to rest with something that we will use as our reference point for this meditation practice. Or maybe if we want to, the metta phrases or the metta practice. Lightly resting the attention. And staying here. Setting the intention to be fully here. to return again and again when we notice that we've drifted away.
And we'll just continue to gather quietly.
Just checking in what's happening right now. What am I aware of? How am I relating to it? With this caring attentiveness, noticing this what's needed.
If there's lots of discomfort or restlessness or if it feels like the attention has kind of collapsed around some difficult aspect of your experience, maybe it's helpful to widen out again to be aware of the space around you and the others sitting in the room of the sounds out beyond this hall of the kindness that's present in this field of our collective intention, collective efforts Thank you for your practice. We have another period for walking meditation now. And so an encouragement to choose a place inside or outside where you can just be very simple and walk probably to and fro on the same path which gives us this wonderful opportunity to practice simply walking rather than walking to try to get somewhere, which is what we our normal experience of walking. And also having a kind of limited path creates these natural pauses where we can stop at each end and recalibrate and collect ourselves. So there's the rhythm of the walking and then there's a moment of pause and centering and the decision to turn around and to go back the other way. And we suggested yesterday really helpful anchor is can be the touch of your feet and the contact with the ground. And uh, it's amazing how much there is in the experience of simply (coughs) taking one step. Sometimes it can be helpful again to widen the aperture of your lens so you can play with kind of a narrower a narrower aperture and a wider aperture and just to have the sense of the whole body moving through space. That sense of the almost the body mm, 
not just as a kind of anatomical collection of limbs, but a felt sense of the whole body moving. And um, also the possibility of bringing metta into this practice. So either the sense of just um, suffusing this, this attending with a quality of friendliness or kindness and care for ourselves, well-wishing. Or you might want to specifically use some of these phrases that we used in the, in the structured meta practice as you walk. May I be safe. May I be well. May I live with ease. Or just a word, a simple word, your own word or one of these words. That can be also another uh, steadying, skillful means. I also love um, Thich Nhat Hanh's practice of almost blessing the ground with our steps. You know, that actually the, the touch of each step can be a gesture of uh, friendship towards the earth and really mm. also feeling the earth's friendship coming back. That it's like, so his, his book, I think, Peace is Every Step but that each, each step is an offering to the earth and a making contact with the earth can be a really lovely, lovely thing to do. And if we're practicing metta or any way, when another being crosses uh, the field of our vision or the, uh, crosses the space in our mind, it's also we could maybe wish them well too. So there are myriad opportunities for your creativity and your also your your care that we just you know, we we so we're putting some effort into staying present, but also allowing yourself to be creative within that. Yeah. So enjoy your walking, and we'll meet back here for the next sitting at eleven fifteen. Yes. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.